Welcome back to another episode of the Blueprints Broadcast. I am Austin Tokar. My name is Jay Cruz. And this past week, we asked a few of you guys some questions, or asked you guys to give us some questions for the next episode here. So we kind of took the three most popular ones uh, to go with here. So just right off the get-go, first question is, I can't find time to work out. What are your thoughts? Uh, so this one, whenever someone says this one to me, I'm always like, like I, I want to always approach it as gently as possible because right off the bat, I'm kind of like, I, I want to like kick the door down and like, oh, let me watch what you do in a day. Yeah. Because I guarantee you there's, there's time. Uh, I think we've talked about this before, like with, with money, like, Hey, take inventory and figure out what you have before you spend it. Yeah. So take inventory of your time. Like, okay, what do I actually do with my time? We talked about using the phone and having um, screen time and like, okay, how much time do you spend on your screen? Yeah. Well, that's one already. Like, okay, so let's handle social media. Get off of social media and you'll find time. But then let's ask ourselves, okay, how fit are you? And how much time do you need to have an effective workout? Mm -hmm. If you're completely out of shape, 10, 15 minutes is enough to start with, like if you, you have to have a starting point. Yeah. So if you could find 10, 15 minutes just to walk, if you're like super overweight and you can't do a lot of uh, 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 things, walking is a great way to start. And it's a great way to learn something as well. So go out and walk, get a, get your favorite podcast, listen to us, you know, <laughs> 45 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, yep. and just go walk. And you can find that time. Yeah. Um, another way to do it is like, okay, you have your subscriptions to Netflix, Disney Plus, all that stuff. Watch whatever. And while you're watching it, hey, find some time to do some like push-ups during that time. Do some sit-ups. Do some squats. You can find time to do very basic movements and to get yourself uh, at least more fit than you are currently if you have, quote-unquote, no time. Yeah. And then to fully, fully maximize that, completely cut out the watching TV. I remember um, I have friends that always tell me hey did you catch the the game or did you catch the show have you been watching the show and i'm like no i don't have time for that and they're like you don't have time for that yeah I'm like no because i i spend an hour and a half a day to two hours working out so i just swap the time i would be spending a game or or spending watching a game or watching that netflix show and i'm like i'm i'm working out instead yeah so find the time that you have that of the things that you feel like oh you quote unquote have to do these things just cut those things out and then supplement it with working out instead just just swap it out yeah so that's what i would say yeah i mean uh you have to really take inventory of your time um everyone has time for something it's just a matter of what you're going to prioritize mm. so for most people when they want to get into training they probably have you know their social media their television other things that they're um their time into but you if you really want to put in effort for something you're gonna to have to make time right so just take inventory throughout the day what you're doing how many hours you're spending doing that uh, or minutes whatever it is yeah and then say hey I got, I got a little bit of free time right here let's start with that and you don't even have to do that really just like what you said start walking like walking is the easiest possible thing anyone can do it's there's low entry fee to it everyone can do it and you can do other things while you're doing. You can watch TV if you want while you're you're walking. And you, you got to stop thinking of working out as just like lifting weights. Mm -hmm. There's there's a lot more to it than that. You could do body weight exercises and um, do walking. That's part of the other question, but yeah. we'll go too into it. 
Um, but yeah, so it's a matter of what you're prioritizing in your life. So I would say push some other things to the side, make time for it. Um, I do it in earlier in the day because most people, when they start, they don't want to work out generally. So do it, make it the first thing you do during the day. So you don't have to like think of it later on the day. Um, and you're thinking like, Oh, I don't want to really work out. And you're thinking of all these excuses you can do. Plus things just pop up in the first place. So you might as well get done first thing in the morning so you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's it's done when it's done. A couple other things I just thought of. Um, maybe you don't ha- you don't have time and you have to like squeeze it in somewhere. I know a lot of times, a lot of people that I know on their like breaks, instead of just like sitting down, which yeah. will actually make you more tired before going back to work. Like especially if you have a desk job, mm-hmm. if you take a break and you just like, you know, go do something, you just veg out on your phone for 15 minutes for your break. Uh, that's actually going to make you more tired because you're still using your brain yeah. while you're on your break. Well, if you just go outside and walk for that 15 minutes, you're going to boost your energy levels back up and you're going to get yourself back into the, uh, a good rhythm to, to work. You're going to get more energy. Your blood's going to be flowing and you can get back to work with a little bit more energy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good way to get exercise that way. Or like you say, well, I want to spend time with my family. Well, that's a great way to spend time with your family is to uh, work out with them. Even if it's just a walk, like, hey, go out on a family walk. Um, that's a great way to 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 still use your time the way you want to use it, but incorporate other people into it. So. Yeah. Back in Monterey, I wanted everyone to have family time. Like when I moved back to my parents, uh, I would make them go on walks when we go to <laughs> Monterey. You know, it's like you, you have how many miles is that from the Canary Road to like Lover's Point? That's a good walk. Yeah. Or maybe that's just a, what two miles right there. Yeah, that's, that's an easy walk, right? But you know, you know, mom, she doesn't want to do any exercises and stuff like that. So it's the easiest way to get her to do it, but also spend time with mm-hmm. your family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so think of think of <laughs> low barrier entry for things like that. Yeah. All right. The second question is: um, I don't have good ac- I don't have access to a good gym. Um, what are some recommendations? Um, because I, you know, I built my own gym, so that was kind of like a question that was asked. Yeah. Um, go ahead, you go first. Yeah, I mean, we've all experienced it. I mean, those of us without a gym, you know, your own personal gym, because mm-hmm. we just went through COVID, right? So everyone at one point had no access to a quality gym for the most part. So you, you got to start using your brain, man. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay, what's going to what's gonna tax my body, you know, that I'm not doing already? So you, you can do push-ups, you can do pull-ups, you can walk, you can run, you can sprint. You can do any one of those things. Um, you, you just got, you just got to be, you know, think outside the box a little bit. Like I said before, training is not just in the gym. You don't have to lift weights specifically. You can, you can do things outdoors. You can do things indoors. You just got to get creative. I remember taking those five gallon jugs, those water jugs, um, throwing those over my back two in each or one in each arm and like doing bodyweight squats and, and lunges with those things. I'm just like, all right, this is a pretty good workout. I got to do a lot of reps, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm still stimulating the muscle to a certain degree um just play around with it there's just look at look around your room find something move around with it lift it do something with it you know that you you got to start somewhere right just start thinking about it i mean that's why you're asking us but i'm telling you what what i did during covid i was just like freak i don't don't have a gym anymore what am i gonna do i'm gonna lose all my gains so (laughs) it's like yeah i think if you're passionate about fitness and getting fit and uh, just wanting to move, you'll find you'll find a way. Like no matter what, I think before I had started building my own home gym, 
I was just doing push-ups because I was like, oh, I was saving up money to buy my first rack. And I was like, I don't have anything. So I would do push-ups. But push-ups, man, I could do 50 in a row with no problem. So I got a backpack. I filled it with books. I put that on my back. And then I could do only like, you know, 35. So I made it more difficult for myself. And then with that same backpack, I did squats. And then, you know, uh, pistol squats. Uh, if you don't have a pull-up bar, go to the park like you did as a kid and go do pull-ups on the bars there and or even if you can't do regular push-ups you can grab one of those bars there lean against it and do do push-ups there's like the world i remember watching this video mike Rashid did it was like oh the world is your gym and he was like <laughs> it was kind of like over overproduce goofy bro <laughs> <laughs> but the, the whole point is like you can find um, a way to work out whether it be like milk jugs five gallon um, water bottles uh, there's a way to just use different things. Also, if you need ideas and if what we're saying is hard and and you don't get a visual, there's a bunch of Facebook groups that have like do it DIY home gym stuff that you can look on there and you can you can build your own. Now, I don't recommend doing all the stuff that they do on there because they build some like super sketch like some squat ghetto, racks, some ghetto stuff on there. <laughs> yeah, super sketch stuff. But for the most part, they they show you ways you can just even build um your own. You you get like a a pipe. And then you can build like your own weights out of like cement and, and things like that. So there's ways to do it if you really want, really want to. But if you don't want to, then you won't. Just the same way you won't find time to do it, you won't find a way to, to work out if you don't want to. I remember when I started calisthenics, and this is before I got really into bodybuilding, I just look up a bunch of calisthenic videos on YouTube and you'd see guys in New York, you know, they pop on those, the lights, the street lights, and they'd be doing pull-ups on them, bar hangs, whatever they can on there, you know, just, just looking at different things, what they can do on it. I think there was a whole tutorial of like, Hey, if you don't have a gym, um, just use signs, poles, whatever to, to do stuff on them. Something like that. Something of that effect. But I was just like, okay, it looks extremely weird, but I mean, like if you if you want to make something happen, you're gonna you're gonna do whatever. Yeah, I think one of the um, most effective exercises I've ever done for my legs was if you just get into an open area and you do um, just continuous long jumps, like or standing broad jumps, and you just jump as hard as you can and you keep doing it over and over and over. Man, you will get closer to nausea and throw up stage faster than just doing squats. And yeah. you and you. Because it just stimulates your muscles a different way. If you do it all the time, though, obviously it's not going to um, hit you the same way. But you'll be stronger than someone that does squats sometimes because you're using your muscles in a more dynamic way. And and just athleticism, like, that, that helps out with that as well. But I would just say, like, man, if you really want to do all the things, if you want to find the time, if you want to actually get physically fit, you you find the time for yeah. find the time in a way for, for all the things. You know, I want, I want, we get, let's start a little list right here. Just because I'm thinking about it right now. Okay. So like Jack's Park um, in Monterey, they have that long stairway, you know, that oh, yeah. goes up to, into the hills. Uh, I would take a backpack and I would stuff it full of stuff. And then I would do steps, lunges up the stairs and then just walk back down. Obviously, you don't want to want to have a bunch of weight in your back like, yeah. <laughs> jumping down. Um, and then squats up the stairs. Every step I took to a squat all the way up the stairs. And I think there was like 200 200 steps total mm -hmm. in that place, which is a lot when you're doing squats and lunges the whole way up. So your your legs are going to be wrecked by the time you do that. Again, we're talking about push-ups. You if, if you can't do a regular push-up, you can do an incline push-up. You know, find a bench somewhere, just lean on that and break out some push-ups on that. 
regular push-ups. If you can find a park where you can work out at, and a lot of parks they have this stuff with equipment there. It's kind of dorky looking, but some of the stuff works. Yeah, like they have workout equipment at these parks. Um, I, I've seen uh, like a like this makeshift pendulum squat. It looks a bit sketch. I, I don't know how much you can weigh on that thing, but <laughs> but you can use it. They had a uh, pec decks I've seen, and this is all body weight stuff. It yeah. uses your body weight to do the movement. Um, pull up bars. Um, even those zip lines, those, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about elementary school parks now, but <laughs> it, you're out there though. Yeah. But you could use it, you know, uh, you use that and hang on it, swing from one side to the other, you yeah. know, stuff like that. Anything that's going to cause you to strain the muscle is going to, well, sorry, not strain the muscle. Not that's, that's not, not strain the muscle, stress, but stress the muscle. Yeah. Excuse me. Another cool thing that you can do to implement kind of both is maybe you're somebody that, oh, I don't really like to sweat when I work out. And that's okay because, like, you can still get to work out and do things. Uh, imagine this. Like, every hour you do, that you're awake, you do, like, five squats, three push-ups on the hour. Uh, just just the, every hour on the hour. And if you did that throughout the day, I'm not going to do the math because I don't want to sound dumb right now. But <laughs> if you even did that for 10, for, for 10 hours of the day, you did... 50 squats and 30 push-ups. that's more than you would have done if you didn't do anything mm -hmm. and that will get you somewhere so many think oh well that's so little that's not gonna do anything well i don't think people realize that their calves are super strong because they walk all the time and and they're using them all of the time yeah. so if you did something like that every single day your recovery is so much faster and you could do you know 50 squats and 30 push-ups every single day because your recovery is so fast because you're not you know getting to the point of failure but you'll get stronger so that when you do get the find the time and you do get the, the equipment or you do get to, to a gym, you'll be ready and prepped and primed to do bigger and better things then rather than just like, oh, I'll just wait till I have the perfect scenario or I'll just wait till I have the perfect amount of time. If you do it now, it, it gets you to where you want to be um, faster. It's like an investment. If I just save a dollar right now, uh, it's nothing in, in appearance sake, but I keep doing it. I'm going to have a whole lot to do with or a whole lot of, of capital to do something bigger with down the road. If I just start now with the very little. Yeah. And full disclaimer, when you're doing those body weight workouts, anything like that, you're not going to get huge. Oh, you're no. you're going you're to get big relative to the stress you're putting on the muscle. So yeah, like that's why you see all these calisthenic guys. They're not big, but they're super shredded. Um, just don't think you're going to look like a bodybuilder. Yeah. Doing this stuff. Yeah. That's a good disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Last last one, last one. All right. What do you do when you face failure? It's a very general question. Yeah. Um, so let, let's split it up into two parts. So uh, life failures and like, um, and training failures. Because I feel like those are two different things, but you can handle them in kind of the same way. But for life failures, uh, I don't, I don't see life. So when I was younger, I would see things as failures because I was like, oh, that that broke or that didn't come through like the way that I thought. But now that I'm older and I look back at all those specific moments where I'm like, oh, this was a failure. That was a failure. Um, it grew character in me. It grew um, knowledge in me. So it did something. So if I look back at it and just encapsulate it as that was just a failure of my life, I wish that never happened. There's a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have or be today if I had not gone through um, that hardship. And I feel like people avoid hardships at all costs mm -hmm. because they they think that, oh, that uh, that doesn't feel good. 
but it always produces it always if you look at it and you take the lesson or you lean into whatever the issue is uh, you grow from it and you become better now if you just run from from failure all the time your whole life uh, then you, you're never going to grow uh, you'll never mature and you you will see it as failure so uh, me personally i don't see things as failures yes I, maybe sometimes i'm like oh i wish that went better or went differently but then if i if i make sure i pull out the oh this was the win that i got from that yeah. then then i don't look back and see things as, as failures yeah so i just want to bring up just as like a uh oh it's not a prequel but it's called like a pre-disclaimer I, really, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to say it but anyways just think back actually think now think how easy you can look things up now like you google something it comes up instantly you go on tiktok whatever video you want to see that algorithm is going to bring it up almost instantly you keep scrolling the algorithm memorize what you like and you'll constantly get these little dopamine spikes from liking all these videos um, let's say the podcast, you can find podcasts you like constantly. So everything's kind of catered towards ease of passage now. Like mm. everything is easy. You have to remember like just what, 10 years ago, things were much harder to get. Like it was hard to find things like YouTube videos. You try to find a certain YouTube video you'd have to search so many different videos. It didn't have the whole, um, little hashtags and all that stuff it has yeah. now to find something. Um, but anyways, we'll back to my main one. <laughs> I know you're going somewhere yeah. for that. I'm yeah, just, yeah. just waiting for it to drop. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I probably shouldn't go down that route. But anyways, you have to remember to get really uncomfortable. Because, like I said, everything now is very, very easy. easy. Um, and you have to remember that failure is going to be uncomfortable. Extremely uncomfortable. And it's going to happen a lot. But you have to remember, like, hey, it doesn't matter if I fail this time. Because my end goal, I have to, I have to reach it some way. And you know you're you're finding these different routes, these different avenues that just don't work for the goal you're you're trying to achieve. Mm. So, so with fitness, I would say it, it it's a little different. So, I think right now the recommendation for a lot of people is, hey, film yourself for at working out and have like a log of what you're doing, so that later on you can say, oh, here's how I've improved. I think it's super valuable to log everything you do or take take videos so that you can watch like your form and all these things mm -hmm. a year from now, you could be lifting the same exact weight and you could say, man, I failed. I'm not getting stronger. I'm not getting better. But then if you do close research between like a, uh, a bench or a squat that you used to do to what you do now, maybe you changed your form or maybe you can do the, that squat, uh, way more controlled than you did before. And you're actually, technically stronger and you're better because you're not going to hurt yourself. And then now you have a better base to grow and become better. I think a lot of people see like failures uh, with, with lifting, like, Hey, I'm not where I, I feel like I should be, but think about where you would have been if you didn't do anything. Yeah. Like it's a success, like you're doing well now, a, a setback, like for me, like, so my, I have tendonitis or tennis elbow or something like that. And um, I was talking with Austin earlier and I was like, man, so hey, have you ever had any clients that had issues with their elbow? And he's like, well, you probably want to just lay off of it for like a week or two. And so because I don't like to, I don't like setbacks, I'm like, uh, uh, well, that's not an option, <laughs> you know? And I think most lifters are like that. They're like, well, that's, I can't, I can't just not lift. Yeah. But it's something, also something I haven't tried. So I'm willing to say, okay, if I want to go forward, because I, I feel stalled out. If I want to go forward, well, I got to rest myself and, and be okay 
once again, uncomfortable, like okay with being uncomfortable, just not lifting um, with that muscle so that I can get better. And sometimes a setback is your, your body specifically telling you like, hey, you're going too hard, you're going too often, and I need some rest or you need to change the way you're doing something. It, it's most of the time for me, it's a signal to me telling me, hey, you, you got to change your habits. Um, either your diet's got to change, you know, stop eating so much sugar. Because for me, if I eat sugar, I get inflammation and then everything hurts. Yeah. So I, I had to had to stay away from that. But um, I again, uh, f- fitness setbacks and fitness failures, um, they, they're just different. And they're on a case to case basis a lot of the time. But I would say make sure that you're tracking what you do through video, uh, maybe your measurements, your weight and your your lifts. So all three, because a lot of people are are very one dimensional in the way that they they scale their progress or they look at their progress like, oh, I'm, I'm bigger. OK, so that I'm better. But I mean, that that's that's a thing if that's your only goal. But we should always want to be stronger, too. So um, um, sometimes you don't see progress maybe in your size, but maybe you do in. Um, your weight so like your composition looks better but you're you're not as strong or i mean your composition gets better but you don't get stronger but you still got you got better in some aspect yeah so um just have more of a more of a three to four dimensional um look at your progress so that you can actually capture whether or not you are truly failing or whether you are progressing but it's just in in a way that you didn't expect yeah i think if we look at things like on a I heard this once before. I forget who said it. I'm pretty sure a lot of people said it. But if you look at things as an inverted U, and then you have this this scale of like, okay, how much failure do I need? You don't want to be at the bottom because that's not enough. You don't want to be at the top. That's too much for you to handle. You want to be somewhere right in the middle, and then that's enough for you to take on where you can use that to progress and go further along. So like, let's let's put this in like training terms. Well, let's say you're bench pressing. You want to get your bench press up. Well. You want to train your chest, you know, to to failure, but you don't want to train it to a point where you're starting to tear the muscle. Mm. So you want you want to tax it as much as you can, get the most out of that muscle, fatigue it, so you can't do any more reps. But if you're pushing it past that point and you're trying to force a more than that, then you're going to tear something. So that's too much. You also don't want to do too ten, too little because you're not going to stimulate enough uh, fatigue for the muscle to recruit other muscle fibers in order to grow, right? So same thing kind of in life. If, you, if you're constantly failing, then there's an issue there. There's either you're looking at things the wrong way, you're not giving things enough time, or what's that other one? I, put? I feel like there's a third one with that. Not looking at the right way, you're not giving enough enough time, or you're not, you're not doing enough, you're, you're personally not doing enough. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not putting in the work. Yeah. That would be the third one to me. Yeah. But then you also don't want to have no failure because you don't learn anything. Mm-hmm. And then everything you do is just like, oh, yeah, constantly win. I'm constantly winning. <laughs> right? All I do is win, yeah. win, win. <laughs> yeah. At that point, you don't learn any lessons. And eventually when you do get hit with failure, it's kind of like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. And then you either quit or you're kind of like, oh, well, maybe I go forward. I don't know. Yeah. My daughter, when she started volleyball, their team won like every single game. Like they had maybe like 10, 12 games during the whole season. They won every game up to like the 10th game. But then the 11th game, they lost. And everyone on their team was like crying. Like they were just upset, you know, because they're used to a win, just a win, 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 win. Yeah. And now my daughter, like they've lost enough games like between club volleyball and school volleyball that if she loses now, she's like, oh, 
it's a loss, but we'll we'll come back the next one. Yeah. So you understand, hey, I have to learn from whatever my mistake was. I have to learn from what we did wrong, correct that course, correct so that the next game will will win and do better. And that's the whole point of like training and and failure, training in failure, like train to failure, like you're saying, but training to failure in life. Like if you don't give yourself even the opportunity to fail. You, you don't learn and you don't progress, you don't change. And I think the biggest issue with all three of the things we just talked about is people are afraid of change is yep. what it comes down to. You're afraid to have some sort of change, but you got to do something to, to turn that switch to, to make progress. I mean, and that's why we exist. That's why this podcast exists. The blueprints bro, bro, broadcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's why this podcast yep. exists is so that, um, we can help you guys, uh, find a pathway to becoming better. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just watched a TikTok on this. It's an anime, One Piece. Of course, it I, is. I've never, <laughs> I've never watched One Piece. Part. Well, I've watched a few episodes, but it's too long. I don't want to catch up with. That. It's like a, over a thousand episodes. Oh gosh, I don't, I don't know if I want to spend that time. But I did see where they're where, where they're saying like, how did Luffy get stronger than I forget the guy's name? Um, get, get stronger than him while he was already stronger than Luffy at this certain point. Well, it's because the guy was already the strongest guy on this island, right? Mm-hmm. And once Luffy beat him, he had another opportunity to get stronger. This guy doesn't get stronger because he doesn't leave the island. He's the strongest guy there. But Luffy goes into other places where he has to fight stronger people, and he loses, and he has to come back you know, and adapt to that and eventually beat whatever guy is there. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you never change your environment, you're never trying to actively pursue failure, then you're never going to get better. Mm-hmm. You it- can stay there, and you can sit there and do nothing. Yeah. And it's hard to wrap our minds around that and to be like, okay with it because like, it's never, it doesn't feel good, but it's always, it's always positive in the end, as long as you're using it and directing it correctly. Like the, just all the, all the feels of failure, like if you're not directing it towards the right way, yeah, you can, you can wallow in it and and cry and, um, just be in self pity, but you're like, oh no, I'm doing this for a purpose. So, yeah. Well, hopefully you guys got um, some sort of tip out of those three. Um, We would love to do more of these in the future. So as long as you guys have questions, um, we'll put a couple of them together and we'll answer them for you. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging out with us. And we'll see you in the next podcast.